This is the WZ Podcast with J-Rod here, deleted WrestleZone very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, first things first, everyone, happy 4th of July. I hope everybody is having a great time being with your families and probably getting ready to watch some fireworks, you know. Uh, this is the first time for me, as you guys want to know, I'm from San Diego, California. I actually go to SeaWorld to watch the fireworks because I like how they put the background music in there. But, frankly, I won't be able to do that because it's on a Sunday and I have my other responsibilities at the church. But, enough of my personal stuff. Let's get down to business what we just saw, these pa- these interesting subjects and topics that I want to put out today of professional wrestling. The first one is, I'm just going to get it out of the way. We got the return of Zelina Vega. Yes, folks. Zelina Vega made her return to WWE this past Friday in SmackDown. Now, before I proceed, I'm going to point out, if I have any WWE fans out there, you're probably laughing your butts off, saying, ha, 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 so much for your so-called surprise, Andrade, ha. Uh, first of all, you need to shut up. And second of all, how do we know that was the surprise? Because everything about Selena Vega after she got uh, fired from the company was total silence. Anybody wonder about that? Of course not. No one wonder about that because they just want to assume because for you all hardcore WWE fans, you want AEW gone. Sorry, it ain't gonna happen. I, I'm being harsh here, but it's the truth. It's not going to happen. But however, let's just say right now for all WWE fans who are not gloating, let's just be happy. Or pro wrestling fans, however. Let's just be happy knowing that Zelina Vega is back with WWE. But the one thing I am going to point out, if they do not give her a good push or a title run, I'm going to be pissed. Yes, folks, you heard me. I'm going to be pissed as hell. It's going to prove WWE are not listening to the fans whatsoever. Because I don't know what is their deal. But here's the what's been going on. Let's review what really happened with Zelina Vega prior before this Friday. If you recall, this late of 2020, Zelina Vega was fired due to the fact that she did some things. Basically, she had an OnlyFans where it's... The non-nudity stuff, it's all the cosplay that she normally been posting photos, which is cool. I enjoy the cosplay stuff. And, of course, um, she refused to give up her Twitch account and all that. And then she posted on her Twitter post, uh, support unionization. And that's something the WWE will not tolerate. But here's the thing. You probably ask yourself, what happened? Why wouldn't she do that? Simple. WWE, do not. they wanted all their, their stars to give up their the Twitch accounts because they were making more money outside of WWE. But here's the problem I see with that whole thing with the Twitch. I'm going to say it again for those to, to, to re, those who need the recap or don't. Twitch was for them that it's not there was no indication about pro wrestling whatsoever. It's a bunch of them just watching playing video games. There's nothing that says wrestling involved, but they act like it is. And Selena Vega stood up to them saying, "I'm not going to do that." And she got fired. Now, since her dismissal from WWE, it was total silence, but there was indication by Tony Khan that once her 90-day clause was uh, was finished, he, he was going to talk to her. I know there were many people that 
were saying they would love to see Selena Vega return to wrestling and probably be with AEW. And there were those ever since Andrade that it was released. And now that he's WWE, that they'll be back. But there were whispers and rumors circulating that she was spotted at the Performance Center. Now, it's still unclear what kind of deal it was. But there's certain individuals within the company that believed her dismissal was premature. Uh, no, duh, it was premature. Because here's the thing. Prior before her dismissal, she was on the verge for a title run. And that was, I think, with when she was on Raw against Asuka, if I'm not mistaken. And that kind of fits into the pattern. She was already filling out on a title run when they separated her from Andrade. And that kind of went in the same, in that direction that we were expecting. But now it, it was more like... It didn't happen, but whatever deal they made, it must have been really, really good. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Zelina Vega, I've seen her before all the way to Impact. She was amongst one of the best uh, knockouts tag team champions with uh, Zarita, who was a trainer at WWE once before, but now she's, I don't know what she's doing today. But I have to say, I'm glad she's back, whatever deal. Now, some of you probably asking this question, what about her husband? Alistair Black, or a.k.a. Tommy Ann. I don't know. I do know that Tommy Ann did say that he would love to go to AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, you probably ask yourselves, why would he want to go to New Japan Pro Wrestling? Uh, simple. They got the best talent down there, too. Vince can go out and BS his whole, this whole thing. No, WWE has the best talent in the, in their company. No, we've seen the best talent in the company, but except majority of the wrestlers in WWE will probably never, I mean, New Japan will never come down here unless it's beneficial to them. That's how it works. But it's still unclear. Now, there were indications that there are people in WWE that would love to bring back Aleister Black because, and yet again, they do believe that releasing him was premature, and I have to agree. It was premature. We saw that he helped um, Apollo Crews when he attacked Big E, and then all of a sudden the whole thing just disappeared. It was scrapped, and I thought that was kind of weird out of their part to do that. And I asked myself, why would they do that? Why would you release this guy that you were about to utilize? Because I don't know what was going on. I, I don't know. WWE is right now... Making decisions out of their stars that we just don't know, like, what the hell are you guys doing? But, it's still no word about that. But let's just be happy that Selena Vega's back, and hopefully she gets the title run that we hope she would, because that is something we definitely want to see, and I would like to invest on that. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, it's going to be a little short topic, is Mick Foley. Now, Mick Foley didn't do anything bad, but however... This one was a very interesting tweet that he posted out. It was reported. Mick Foley is urging promoters to book the Bollywood boys. Samil and, and Sunil and Savir. Now, if you guys never heard of the never seen the Bollywood boys, these guys were uh, the wrestlers that hanged out with Jinder Mahal when he was on his WWE title run and we haven't seen them. They've mostly been Showing up on 205 Live, and they were amongst those that remain. And they're part of the original 205 Live, if you guys remember. But however, 
saw that these guys work so hard and he's urging the promoters to book him. And I would say I like McFoley what he's thinking. I mean, he made the similar comment telling, hey, WWE, if you, you should do an all-female brand or you don't want AEW to beat you to the punch. I, I feel like McFoley knows what it's going on, like what he's, what's going on. And I feel like he has this way of thinking. I mean, look, the Bollywood boys are entertaining. We know they can do a good job, but however, I feel like they didn't push him enough to give them an, a good opportunity. And I think whoever ends up, I don't, I don't care if it's in AEW or Impact or NWA, just sign these guys, please, because they work their butts off. I mean, I've seen them time and time again. No, the thing is this: Two Five Live is a good show, but WWE never makes it like a thing. You know what I mean? They don't, but hopefully we can see them somewhere. I don't, I don't know when or where, but I would love to see that. Now, the next thing I want to talk about: If you guys ever heard of this guy named Sanjay Dutt, Sanjay Dutt, he was a wrestler of his time. He was one amongst a few of the X Division wrestlers in TNA. He was uh, one of my favorite ones to watch while there. He was. I don't recall if he ever was the X Division champion. When he was in TNA, <coughs> excuse me, and TNA, and, and I'm like trying to understand, was he ever? I'm like, I'm kind of like, like in a total loss about that. But since then, uh, Sanjay Dutt over the years became a producer or something in Impact Wrestling, and then he got hired by WWE. Now, recently, it was revealed that he left the company on his own. He wasn't amongst the the massive people this year that were released. He left on his own accord, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's good that he made that decision on his own. No one had to do it for him. But now there were rumors circulating. There was reports circulating that he was at it at a backstage on an AEW show, and it turns out he got. I don't know if it's one hundred percent confirmed that he is now signed with AEW as a producer. And, and I asked myself, why would he leave WWE? There was there something that he didn't like. Was there something that bothered him? I don't know. But if there was something he didn't like, it would make sense. But I uh, don't know what he could do with w- in AEW, but I'm sure that AEW will be glad to have him around. Sanjay Joe will probably be happy to see um, Jerry Lynn, who was also part of the Impact Wrestling, and a few others. Um, Try to think of anybody else who was there. Oh, of course, um, Daniels. Um, who else? Kazarian. Those two guys were in TNA. People that he worked with in the past. But uh, we'll see how we're going to go. Now, the last thing I want to get through is, if you guys heard or not, CJ Perry, or formerly known as Lana, was recently released from WWE. Basically, we haven't heard much about her. We know she's on her 90-day clause, according to her. We sh- are in her third week of that clause. She should be be able to do anything as soon as possible. She went on to talk in Jericho to talk about everything that happened. But one thing I was intrigued. um, Jericho wanted to know how is the atmosphere since things have changed since the pandemic. Now, we have seen with AEW how they changed it. But the real fact is how did AEW act? She said that she didn't feel the connection with the fans like we normally did. We do know that the early start, early stages of, you know, having no fans took place 
at uh, the performance center, which was small. But if you guys know this, there were seven rings and they had to use one ring. <coughs> but of course, later they did the virtual thing. But of course, this is something I did not know that kind of was strange to me to hear, but good information coming from Lana. It turns out that if you're doing the virtual thing, watching this uh, on your computer or whatever, however you're watching it, you have they're giving you indication who to boo, who to cheer. I'm like, what the fudge? Now, the reason I say this is because in time, when I work security, guys, I did work some WWE events. I have seen people who booed, like, the good guys and others uh, cheered the bad guys. And, and that's pretty normal. Don't get me wrong. But that's kind of weird to, to have the fans. They just don't want... They want them to do things that they sh don't want them to do. And, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. But, of course, I didn't know this information at all. And I have to say, but... I think she did say, she even explained about her reaction to Mero being released. It was hurtful that he was gone. Not like a, in general, more like a creative wise. Remember, look, how can we forget Rusev Day and all this other thing? That kind of was one of the biggest starts. And then for them to split them up, that kind of uh, was more like, why? Why would they split them up? It, it kind of sucked. But of course, she didn't argue about it, but it was hurtful for her that he was released. And he was released last year. But of course, we know where he's ending up. Now, here's the thing I did not know about her. CJ, or should we call her just Lana? I can tell she, she the way she's describing her journey in pro wrestling, she worked very hard as anybody. And she's very, she's learning things. Like she's becoming knowledgeable how the wrestling wor business works. Like being a wrestler, how the storyline is built. That kind of shows, you know, she's a, a student of the game, even for her age, you know. And I have to say, I admired that out of her. And I have to say, I applaud her for that. Because you don't see that all the time. But right now, she said when she was released. This happened when she was with her family. She got a call from a guy named Johnny Ace. I hope that's his name. Not Mark Carano, whatever that dude's name. But Johnny Ace told her that she was no longer with the company. Now, she couldn't face her family. I mean, her mom, sisters, nephews, nieces, whoever. She couldn't face them, like, telling her what happened. She had to step away from them. Like, I think it was hurtful for her. But she, the first person she contacted was Mandy, Mandy Rose. And then after that, Natalia. And I think it was shocking for them to know what we can, I can tell that she, they work real hard with her, like to get her on track with everything. And, and I feel like all of all that training was up for nothing until they let her go. And that kind of sucked for her. And she couldn't even tell Miro yet. And I'm sure Miro is pretty much upset that they did that. But I know there were many fans that we... Let's talk about the other subject that we need to know about this, about Lana. If you recall, ever since um, Miro made his appearance, uh, 
he kind of insulted WWE. Said, you know, I'll grab that brass ring and shove it up your ass. It's because that's what they've been telling everybody when you go to WWE. Reach for the brass rings. Now, we can say it's a load of crap as much as we want. But people say because he said that, that she was being punished. And you know what? She took it out really well. being But she said that there was a pay-per-view where they wanted to give... They had to limit the, the tables that they were planning to use, you know? Because this... Roman Reigns and some other person were also doing that. I'm like, well, that is new information I did not know about. But um, I have to say, I don't think they let her down. But but much but near the end of this whole thing, you know, she was very emotional. Like she wanted to cry. Like she worked real hard, you know. But do we think this is the end for her? Well, no. I have to say. This is her way of saying goodbye to Lana and say hi to CJ Perry or whatever name she's going to use now, now that she's no longer with the company. So it's still, she didn't give no indication if she will go to AEW to be with her husband. But I want to put something else that she mentioned. She said that WWE gives more attention to the men than the women. Now, when she said that, something popped in my mind, in the back of my head. I'm like thinking, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me that if she's no longer with the company, what are the chances are for her to appear in the all-female promotion, all-female show in the NWA, Empowered, produced by Mickey James? You know, that kind of got me thinking about that. Because I feel like, yes, she worked real hard. And we have seen recently how the women's division over there has been changed. I mean, look, the best women's division in, in all of AEW is coming from NXT. But right now, we've been seeing some of them being leaving. And that's the thing. We already see that with Io Shirai, with Kyrie Sane, Asuka, and all that. But that kind of fits. I feel like maybe CJ could be most likely go on her way to um to go to Empower. And I would love to see her participate. But for now, let's just be happy. Let's just see what happens once her 90-day clause is over. I hope she gets booked for that because it's going to be a good show. But if she doesn't, then hopefully we see her somewhere down the line doing whatever. Um, That's pretty much it. So uh, I think that's it for you guys because I want to keep this short for now because right now I'm expecting my ride. I'm going to go out for a barbecue because we're going to watch the fireworks at a friend's house. Where there's an upper a good hill. But for now, I'll see you guys in the next DWZ time. Same DWZ channel. I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!